Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I'm excited to do another lightning round. And that means I dig into my email, my YouTube channel, anywhere I get questions, I try to solve them. So today I have three questions I want to answer from three of my subscribers, specifically on YouTube. So thank you for the questions. By the way, before I get started, let me give you a reminder. My new learning management system is up and running, salesmasteryacademy.us. Salesmasteryacademy.us. Check it out. All right. First question comes from... I don't know if I'm going to get the name right, but I always do my best. Kishore Kumar. Kishore, K-I-Shore Kumar. Now, Kishore was listening to my Sales Influence podcast number 86 on how to follow up. And he has a simple question, but I think it requires a big answer. He says, hi, Victor. I'm selling security system services, services, and I would like to know how to quantify a feeling of being secured? That's an interesting question, right? Let me say it again. Hi, Victor. I'm selling security system services. I would like to know how to quantify a feeling of being secure. Now, I can only assume, because that's all you gave me, Kishore, is that you're trying to figure out, because you've seen my past podcasts or heard them or my videos, where I talk about you have to quantify the value of why people should buy something. Now, when you're selling a security system, what you're selling is indirectly an intangible, right? In other words, you need to make people feel secure. So let's take a step back because the big question is, is how can you sell more security systems more effectively? So here's what I would do. And I'm going to answer this question by backing into it. If I were to be selling security systems, here's the first thing I would do. Step number one, I would target the right area. In other words, I would find an area, a market, where I know security systems are needed. For example, maybe there's certain areas where there's more crime than others. So my first question would be, are we targeting areas where you need security systems. For example, I live in a very nice neighborhood, really nice neighborhood, and the crime rate around our neighborhood is so low, it's almost unheard of, which is a good thing. So for you to sell me a security system, maybe I wouldn't want to buy one. Now, again, that's not saying I wouldn't because I have a lot of things in my house I would like to protect. So again, there would be a reason of why I would buy one. But nonetheless, if I want to have a higher probability of success, my first step would be to find target areas that have a high crime rate. Now, you can go to your, you know, your city center and get all this information. So once I know what the area is, kind of where some of the problems are, you know, step number two would be to get the information in that area. In other words, I would actually go again, whether it's city hall, the city center, police, de- try to get some police department reports. And what I would be looking for is, you know, how many break-ins, how many house break-ins did they have, let's say in the last two or three months? Or how many car thefts did they have in the area? In other words, anything that has to do with security, you know, I would want to know what's going on in that area. Now, step number three is I have the right target area. I now know what's happening in that area. I know that crime is high. Again, break-ins are are happening. Car thefts are happening. People breaking into cars. So then what I want to do is step three is when I talk to customers, you know, I want to talk about what's going on 
in that area. And I talk about what if this were to happen? See, many people live in an area, but they really don't know what's going on around in that area. See, you now have that knowledge. So imagine for a moment you're talking to a potential client, and then you say something like this. Did you know that last month alone, there were 35 break-ins in within one mile radius of your house? You know, the customer said, no, I didn't know that. Did you also know that the number of car thefts, or break-ins rather, has also gone up by 20% just in the last six months? And then you can really begin to talk to the customer about, you know, what if that happened to you? What would you have to replace? How much effort would it take you to replace your valuables? What would be the cost? How much time and effort would that cost you? See, now what you've just done here is, you know, obviously you're selling to a fear, the fear aspect of owning a security system. I get that. And you don't have to always do this, but making people aware See, because I'm not trying to scare people. I'm trying to make them aware of what's going on in their area. And by making them aware, I am providing community service, a community service. So don't feel guilty about sharing this information. You're giving them information they probably don't have and didn't know. So you're doing them a service. You're informing your potential buyer about what's going on in the area. If I can inform them about what's going on in the area, talk to them about how, you know, how will this, if somebody broke into your house, how would that impact your insurance? What would you have to go through? What would be the replacement value? How much time and effort would that cost you? You know, the stuff you have is valuable. Could you replace it? So forth and so on. So this is how I would quantify the motivation for them wanting to do something. The real value that you're asking more, Kishore, about quantifying is, what would it, how could I quantify what it would take for them to replace what they've lost? How much time and effort would that be? And this is all brought about when you really explain to people that, look, you're living in an area where there may be a lot of crime. And because there's a lot of crime, I'm making you aware of the data. And because I'm making you aware of the data, I want you to know that maybe you need to buy a security system. So that's how I would handle my sales presentation. I would make them aware. First of all, again, step one, target the right area. Step two, get information about the area in terms of you know house break-ins, car break-ins, thefts. And then step three would be to talk to the customer about what if this were to happen to you? How would this impact you? And that's how I would approach selling security systems. Now, the next question comes from Easel. It says sales easels, sales and then double E-S-L. And sales easel was, I think that, yeah, it's gotta be easel. He basically was watching my, or she, starting a conversation. That was one of my podcasts. And sales easel asked the following. As a sales representative for a solar water heating company, how do you start a conversation with the client? Again, he was watching my program, one of my videos, starting a sales conversation. And the question is, as a sales representative for a solar water heater company, how do you start a conversation? Oh, there's so many ways to start a conversation on this one, Sales Easel. But let me give you some ideas. The first thing I'd like you to do is to find something that maybe your customers don't know about. 
That's a great way to start a conversation. You know, if you provide your customer insight, if you've heard my past podcast, you know I use the word insight a lot, and I define insight as information beyond the obvious. Give them something or tell them something they don't know. Make their head go, huh, I didn't know that. So for example, you could ask them questions like, for example, did you know that by using a solar water heater, you could cut your bill in half by 50%. Most people go, hmm, I didn't know that. Or you can say something like this, did you know that if you bought a water heating system, you get a tax credit and you can write off 30% of that item? Or did you know that your savings in the first year alone could be X amount? In the second year, this amount. By the third year, this amount. Within the first three years, you can save this amount of money. And again, a simpler question, if you want something really simple, Sales Easel, is ask people, how much money are you spending on heating water? And then you'll probably know what the average is. So basically what you want to do is ask a question, you know, ask a question they don't know anything about. How much is it going to cost you? How much is it going to save you, rather? What's a tax credit? But the big one they want to know, here's the big one, Sales Easel. They want to know, how fast am I going to get my money back? If I bought a, a water heating system and it cost me, let's say, $5,000, how fast am I going to get that money back? What is my break-even point? So if you were to say something like this, did you know that the average person who buys a water heating system has a break-even point of three years? And most people live in their houses for an average of eight years, which means that after the first three years, you'll begin to save money. So for the next five years, if you're living in your current house, guess what? You're going to be saving X amount of month. And they're going to go, huh, I never thought of that. And again, what I'm doing is simply sharing with them new ways of thinking about the water heating system. So again, there's many ways that you can share the information. It's not that hard. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this quick lightning round. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. Over 24 courses. 300 plus videos, my 12 books on sales and motivation webinars, and a whole lot more. Look, I priced this so anyone can afford the platform. So if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us, not .com, .us, salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me, and it's always about them.